posted on dimlywit.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome. This week, our contestants will be facing off about the topic... Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell and Amipunga Kaneskins. I think. We think. I don't know. Let's learn about it. This is Learn a Little, a stupid podcast for smart people with David Andrew Laws and Liz McMonagall. Lovely day, lovely day, lovely day. Lovely it's the day. morning time, morning it's edition. Good morning, everybody. We usually do like sort of morningish for you and sort of afternoonish for me, but mm-hmm. now it's it's morning. It's, it's ish early on a day off on this blessed blessed day off. So Liz is having some coffee. I'm having coffee also out of my uh, Harry Potter mug. Oh, it's the Marauders map. That's actually pretty cute. Isn't it great? Um, And I'm not having anything because I don't like to uh, start my day until noon. uh, So I trick my body by not ingesting caffeine or food until (laughs) I deem it more appropriate. You're like intermittent fasting, but just... (laughs) Completely incidentally, yeah. I I just wake up and go, let's not break this yet. Really? I am one of those people who I have to eat immediately when I wake up. Immediately, like within 10 minutes, or else I'm just a hangry toddler for the rest of the day. Oh, no. Yeah. So I have to eat, and then I have to have coffee before I can, like, do anything. Greg tries to ask me questions. I'm like, shut up. Well, good. That'll just keep me out of your way when you need to get breakfast and I don't. That's true. So hi, everyone. This is Learn a Little. It's a stupid podcast for smart people. My name is David. And I'm Liz. And Liz and I are going to uh, do the podcast now. Here we go. Okay, here we go. Buckle up. (laughs) Here's how it works. Liz and I each get a random Wikipedia article, and then we teach each other about our article. Then we quiz each other at the end of the show to see who is wearing the crown of schmart. And who... Wait, who is wearing the crown of schmart? Are you kidding me, David? It is legitimately like pasted to your little noggin. Is it mine again? Oops, I gotta put it on. Hold on. It's yours again. And... I want to say it's probably four. <laughs> it actually looks super cute on you, so right, I kind of want you to keep it. It looks well, really cute. Look at your little mean? look at your little head. I had to make my headphones this. bigger to accommodate. Because <laughs> it's such a big, amazing crown of schmat. It really yeah, is. It's pretty dope. It's fantastic. So but you've I'm had it like it. four times in a row. Again, that really just comes down to, I think I'm a worse teacher. Um, <laughs> I tried to make my questions more difficult this time. And I went with my first gut on a lot of these questions. So Great. let's let's see how we do. Uh, okay. What are you going to teach me about? I am teaching you about Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell. The longest okay. name that air did name. Henry what are we- Thomas Mackenzie Bell. Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell. What do we think Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell <laughs> did uh, as a profession? For some reason, my brain goes to 
Alexander Graham Bell. I was sure. wondering if they're related. So okay. I'm going to say that Henry Thomas Alexander Mackenzie Graham Bell uh, <laughs> was <laughs> Grable. a, um, gosh, what was he? I mean, was he an inventor? Did he invent things? No. Oh. It's okay. He was Maybe a, he did. He was a Victorian era writer, poet, and literary critic. I mean... Yeah, of course he was of a Victorian era. Was. Look at that name. Look at that name. So he went by his pen name, Mackenzie Bell. Oh, I'm going to know something that he wrote, aren't I? That's why this is sort of like ringing, not, no pun intended, but like bells are going off in my uh, head. No. Oh, I'm <laughs> I mean, not maybe, maybe you did. Maybe you have heard of him before. I hadn't. Um, and upon reading, I still don't, um, but <laughs> he uh, wrote for a lot of Victorian era publications. He was a member of the Athenium, which is a private members club in London, cool. which is, it's founded in 1824. It's for men and women now, brava, with intellectual interests and partic- particularly but not exclusively, for those who have attained some distinction in science, engineering, literature, or the arts. Is this still around, the Athenian? (gasps) 51 members of the club have won the Nobel Prize. Wow, wow, wow. Isn't that crazy? Cool club. So, a great club. I I wouldn't have been in it, but (laughs) I hear it's nice. I probably would have catered there. (laughs) Like, I would have been, like, one of the workers. Or gotten sacrificed to them. (laughs) That's true. They'd be like, we got to get rid of this dumb dumb. (laughs) Um, He was a personal friend. This is uh, Mackenzie Bell or Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell. Um, He was a personal friend of Christina Rossetti and then authored her biography, uh, which, you know, was really fantastic, I guess, and really, you know, revered. And then he wrote a lot of other biographies for the Dictionary of National Biography. Whoa. Yeah. That's basically what Wikipedia is. I honestly, that's when you very think about true. it, when you think about it, he also wrote for Wikipedia. He says, "I'm gonna make a big book. Everyone gets one. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Who are you? I'm gonna write a couple sentences. Wait, who are you? I'm Wait, gonna write a couple sentences. Did Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell invent Wikipedia? Maybe he, maybe he invented Wikipedia. <sighs> it is. Uh, it was published. This is the Dictionary of National Biography." Now it was updated as the Oxford because they have to have the name oh, on it, right? Oh, got to put that on there. Got to put it on there. Um, 60 volumes online and online with 50,113 biographical articles and then 54,922 lives. We didn't make the cut, David. <laughs> That's a lot of people, but not That's us. That's a lot of people, but not well, we're us. Not, we're very not Victorian. Who knew? I know. Um, Christina Rossetti, you might know her because yeah. she was sister to Dante Gabrielle Rossetti. Greg did, my husband did a show called The Muse, which is playing now at the Ludlow Fringe Festival in England. Oh. They have online tickets as well. Um, but, <laughs> blink, blink, um, uh, but Dante was an artist and a poet, and she was a poet as well. She wrote in the bleak midwinter, the which song? was now popularized or whatever by Peaky Blinders. Oh, do you watch that show? You don't watch. That I show. watched a episode of. I that was just show. gonna say. I was like, your reaction tells me that you did not watch that show. I'm. Is it the song in the bleak midwinter, no. like the hymn? 
Well, so it is like the poem, which I assume was then turned into. Midwinter, frosty wind made moan. You know that song? I don't want to. Now, this is horrific. (laughs) It's a Christmas song. That sounded to me (laughs) as though I was walking into a haunted house and like I just hear these like dead children singing. Well, that's how I feel walking into a church at Christmas. Thanks, everybody. Bye. (laughs) That was awful, Um, but amazing. And probably, maybe, but they do a like they recite this poem when they are like gearing up to go into a fight or that they're Whoa. like accepting their fate of like we've survived this long we've conquered death before and here we go and any other moment is like extra it's wow. very interesting wow it's a great show anyway. here i go again on my own walking down the only road i've ever known <laughs> very similar <laughs> like a drifter i was born to walk alone <laughs> I've made up my mind. <laughs> I had wasted, wasted no, no more, more time. time. Have you ever done a monologue, like a song lyrics as a monologue? All Have the time. you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Not, not, not like actually professionally. For no, oh. no, no. Just it's a very fun concept. It like, is a very fun concept. I, I like big butts, and I, I cannot lie. <laughs> I can't. Oh my gosh. Okay, back to HTMB. He was born. <laughs> he was born in Liverpool. 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 My Liverpool is so bad. Um, You're Liverpudlian. My Liverpudlian is amateur at best. Um, he suffered from poor health as a child. Aww. This legitimately verbatim. A, uh, a fall resulting from a careless nurse oh. having caused a minor paralytic stroke. And he Ooh. was educated privately. Like, <laughs> there's so much to unpack in that one <laughs> Don't look sentence. over there. Look over here. Just, I was like, mm. um, That stinks. Yep. He was preparing for a law career at Cambridge University. But instead, as many... <laughs> of those artists too he decided to study abroad <laughs> he was like nope i'm i'm done i'm not gonna study law i'm gonna go and explore the world in portugal spain italy france and madeira don't they just so sound like the best life ever He's yeah like, i'm just gonna go to these five so awesome he places. took a summer abroad <laughs> he took years abroad and then oh. that's when he became besties with christina rossetti in the bleak, bleak midwinter. Um, he published a lot of, like, his poetry books when he was pretty young. And then he returned to London, to Ealing, as a professional writer. So bravo to him. Poof. And then he... Came back with a pen name and everything. Yeah, he was like, actually, I'm Mackenzie now. I'm Mackenzie now. All of his, like, high school friends were very confused. They're yeah. like, I only knew you as Henry Thomas. What do I do? <laughs> um he gained a staff position on the london academy which i think is linked incorrectly because i think they linked it to a school but i believe it was a victorian era publication oh i know (laughs) it actually links to the netflix series the umbrella academy (laughs) and i don't understand and i'm like oh that doesn't seem to track um he became its leading literary critic also tells me that I don't think it's a school. Maybe it's a school. I don't know. Maybe it is a school. Maybe maybe when they wrote their essays, he was like, this is shallow and pedantic. <laughs> he took the red pen and he was like, no. <laughs> no That's my favorite. Not a simile. Absolutely. Oh, he just wrote no. No. 
With like no explanation. Helpful. Oh my gosh, so helpful. He was a contributor of articles, poems, and letters to various Victorian era publications, including, now here's a random list, but I love all of these names because they kind of remind me of like those like romance novels with like Fabio and like the like women's hair blowing in the wind and his. Um, The Fortnightly Review. Oh. The Paul Mall Magazine. The Atlantic. Like the cigarettes? I don't know. <laughs> the Atlantic Monthly. Sure. The Athenium, which was, I assume, the like, you was know, a newsletter or newspaper. whatever. Yeah, only for its members. The Speaker. The Literary World. Temple Bar. This is a good one. The Ladies' Realm. <laughs> oh, that's what I call it. <laughs> Black and White. And okay. The Academy. So. Yeah, sure. And then he died, and it was oh. really sad. But he was 74 when he died. Nice. So, you know, he had a great long life, gained notoriety. He's lovely, well done. It does list his bibliography, and it's just a lot of a lot of random titles, but the keeping of the vow and other verses. Yeah, versus... so there's nothing at, like, at the top where it's like, best known for... Nope. Best known, it was interesting. It actually says best known for his, um, like, biography of Christina Rossetti. Cool. So, yeah. I mean, old year leaves. Collected poems. That's my favorite one. Where they're like, I don't know. I'm just going to write this as collected poems. Yeah. So, eh. Did 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 it say what he died of? Nope. Just died. Nope. He died. I'm done. He died at his Orm Square home in Bayswater, London, on the 13th of December in 1930. I hope it was another fall from an unattentive nurse. (laughs) It just came full circle. I actually spit right then, and that was brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) From another, from the same clumsy nurse. nurse? Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, that nurse. Poor that nurse. Um, Yeah. Amazing. So that's HTMB. That's just as clunky as Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell. Possibly clunkier. (laughs) HTMB is or just the article? HTMB sounds, I don't know, feels weird. Hittimba. 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 We love him. Well Well, done. Yeah, we got to do a little research about that secret society and make sure they're not like, you know... Are they like... Cutting people's legs off or anything. I don't think can... I mean, I guess I don't know. Perhaps so. cannibalism. It does link out. So uh, reader, no, reader beware. <laughs> All right. Now I'm going to teach you. Yay. Are you ready? I Let me have a sip of coffee and then. Okay. Grab a little sippy sip. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Delicious. Today, I'm going to teach you about Ami Punja Kaneskins. Nope. Mm-hmm. I think that's how it said. It might be Ami Punja or Ami Punga. Ami Punga Kaneskins. Ami Punga Kaneskins. 
A M Y I P U N G A. Amipunga. Okay. C A N E S C E N S. Kaneskins. This is like spelling bee. It's very much like that. <laughs> do you have any guesses about it's this is this is what do you think it is? Amipunga Kaneskins. Uh can you use it in a sentence? <laughs> uh yes. Hold still. There's an Amipunga Kaneskins on you. <laughs> Uh, language of origin, please. Uh, Latin. Okay. Amipunga Kaneskins. I believe it is a spore. No. Oh. But you're in the right direction. So okay. uh, this is another one of my... F- so first of all, this is a lemons and to lemonade uh, okay. episode for me. Can't wait. Because this is another of my favorite uh, entries where I get to read you the entire entry. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. Amipunga Kaneskins is a species of beetle. In the family, <laughs> darn it! <laughs> I said I could read it, and then I can't read it. Serum, serum by It was described by Martins and Galileo in two thousand five. That's it. End of article. <laughs> Any of that link out? Oh, tons of it. Okay, it's every other word links And out. not tons of it, two words of it. Okay. But enough that I was able to really expand my search and About... bring you what I think is a lot of really interesting information. I can't wait. So Amipunga Kaneskins is a species of beetle in the family Cerambicidae. It was described by Martins and Galileo in 2005. Hmm. Um, so we're back to our... Nomenclature, animal nomenclature. I feel like I've done this before. Maybe yes. I did it with plants before, right? So we've got the scientific classification of animals. Yeah, what was the acronym or whatever? It's like the. Do you have one for it? So it's kingdom, phylum, class, order, fam- uh, family, genus, species, and this even has nope. suborder in it, which I I didn't know when I was learning. Right, we had like I think we had king Philip, king Philip, ordered. Yeah, something like that. I oh no, I don't remember what was it. Something, but this is kingdom, phylum, class, order. Family, genus, species. And so the genus is Amipunga. <laughs> and the species is Beetle. Canescus. Can- well, no. So, beetle. Oh, what's a on. beetle? A beetle? Yeah. It's a little gross crawly thing. It's a group of insects. Uh, what? From no. the order. No. Coleoptera. That's right. wrong. So I'm going to tell you all these things first, and then we're going to get into them, right? So okay. the kingdom, <laughs> fight. animala. Yep. Right? It's an animal. It's an animal. I got uh, that. The phylum is arthropoda. It's an arthropod. Okay. 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 Sure. The class is insecta. I know that one. It's an insect. It's an, it's an insect. <laughs> the <laughs> order <laughs> is coleoptera. Mm-mm. Okay. <laughs> we'll okay. Um then it's got a suborder which is polyphaga. Mm. Uh, okay. then the family, which is Cerambicidae. Okay, we remember that one, maybe. Mm-hmm. And the genus Amypunga and the species Canescus. If you quiz me on any of that, I will I'm cry. Not. Okay, I'm not. great. I'm just I'm Gonna put that out there in the universe. <laughs> what I am gonna do, though, in a, in again my sort of lemons to lemonade fashion, is I'm just gonna throw a bunch of information at you. Great, hold um, on to your hats, there, buddies. So let's start with animals. Okay, animale. What's an animal, Liz? It's, 
What's an animal? Something that's not human. <laughs> no, humans are animals. Yo, listen, that's true. Okay. We are animals sometimes. What's an animal? I don't know, David. You tell Yo, me. What do you think? What do you think an animal has uh, to have to be I, an animal? I don't know. Okay, I'll tell you then. A, a beating heart. Okay. And well, some blood. Actually, so interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, Aristotle divided mm. animals into those with blood and those without. <gasps> um, I am so smart. I'm basically Aristotle in this moment is what you're saying. Basically, you're as very smart as similar. someone who was smart a very long time ago and we realize in retrospect isn't smart Isn't anymore. smart at all. Yeah, no, that tracks. That tracks. Um, an animal is a multicellular. Great. Okay. Got, yep. got more than one yep. cell. Got that. Eukaryotic organism. What's that? What's that mean? Do you know what eukaryotic means? I thought I did, and then I clicked on the Wikipedia article. So I thought, and maybe this will jog something in you, because there's eukaryotic and prokaryotic. Okay. And I thought eukaryotic meant that they breathe oxygen and prokaryotic meant that they don't, but that's not correct. Are there any animals that don't breathe oxygen? Fish? No. They breathe oxygen in their gills. Um, yeah. It might also be that, well, a, eu a eukaryote know. is an organism whose cells have a nucleus enclosed mm. within a nuclear envelope. Oh, good gracious. So Aristotle wasn't going to get that. That's not no. fair. He That's wasn't going <laughs> to. <laughs> we can't test Aristotle to yeah. his. <laughs> With a few exceptions, animals consume organic material. Yep. Breathe oxygen. Yep. And are able to move. Okay. Can reproduce sexually. Okay. And grow from a hollow sphere of cells, the blastula, during embryonic development. Okay. Okay? So Interesting. Eat, breathe, move, make more. That's yep. an animal. That's an a, a animal. Is a rock an animal? No, don't breathe. Usually don't mm. move. Sometimes it does if I throw it. Yeah, or if the wind pushes it. <laughs> Um, so that's it. Is, so so okay. the really the game we're playing is, is it uh, Amy Punga Kineskins? How can you tell if you, if, you, if I'm looking at something? If I'm looking at an a Amy Punga, how can I know? A that am it's I looking Kineskins? at an Amy Punga Kineskins? Exactly right. I'm looking at this staple on my desk that doesn't move or breathe, so it's not an animal. So it's definitely not an Amy Punga Kineskins. Archie sleeping behind me. He, he is could, an, he could oh, be. He is an Amy Punga Kanaskins. Well, he might be because he is definitely an animal. For sure. So we next know that. is arthropods. Okay. An arthropod is an invertebrate animal. Okay. With an exoskeleton. Okay. A segmented body. Okay. And paired jointed appendages. Okay. Right? So it's got heart outside. Yep. And his body's got a head, usually like a head and a middle and a butt, or just a head and a butt. And it's got paired jointed appendages, legs on either side that can move. You with me? Yep, I'm with you. You're making a face like you're not with me. No, I'm with you. I am with you. My computer's acting very funky right now. Oh. Okay, great. Too much information. It might be an information overload. Beep, it's beep, like, beep, I beep, can't beep. take anymore. Uh-oh. That's oh, a bad sign. It's very much freaking out right now. Here, I'm going to take out my other monitor. It's okay. 
Okay. We're having fun with remote learning. And bugs. And bugs. You like bugs? I hate bugs. Oh, no. No, that's false. Here's what I hate more. Snakes. I hate snakes with the fire of a thousand suns. Well, if I'm looking at a snake and I'm trying to figure out if it's an Amy Punja Kineskins... I know already that it's not. It's, it's not. Not got a segmented body or a pair of no. jointed appendages. No, because they're disgusting and they don't have legs. And that's what freaks me out. All right. We're going to unpack that off the We're going to unpack it. <laughs> I hate them. But Insects. bugs are fine. Insects I'm good with. They are the largest group okay. of anthropods. Okay. And definitions vary. Okay. Usually, uh, but, 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 but they have a... Chitinous exoskeleton. Chitinous. Yeah, C H I T, like chitin. Okay. Um, it's like a, it's like a, it's like what the what the what the exoskeleton is made of. Um, usually they have a three part body: head, thorax, and abdomen. I love a good thorax. Hey, hey. they got the thorax on that, Amy <laughs> Pondokineskins. <laughs> Uh, three pairs of jointed legs, compound yep. eyes, and one pair of antenna. All I all I'm picturing right now is the ant from yeah. ants, oh. or like from a Bug's Life. You are picturing Bug's Life, and I, I went to ants. I was, I was just picturing a regular ant, but um, a regular, a regular, yeah, a regular ant, a regular ant. <laughs> um, now beetles. Mm-hmm. How do they differ? Beetles are a group of insects that form the order Calyoptera. That's so very now we're in the order, right? And okay. beetles get their own freaking thing because there's so many. They're so different. Beetles. Yeah. There are about four hundred thousand species. Is a cicada considered a beetle? Is a cicada a beetle? Please hold all questions. I'm so t- sorry. I just. Ugh. I wonder if a cicada is a beetle. Probably not, because they can freaking fly. Well, let me see what a or what a beetle got that makes it a coleoptera. A coleoptin free. Found in almost every habitat except the sea and the polar regions. Sure. (laughs) Which, if you think about it, that's a lot of place. That's a lot. Well, they're got the top and the bottom. Yep. And then the ocean. Well, but I'm saying the ocean is Uh, a lot of place, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every habitat except the sea and the polar regions. So, like, if it's not there. There's beetles. Hmm. Um, but, I mean, they interact with their ecosystems in several ways, often feeding on plants and fungi, breaking down animal and plant debris, and eating other invertebrates. Hmm. Some are considered serious agricultural pests, like the Colorado potato beetle. Oh, others, that beetle. Such as cochineolid... Cock- Cochinelli. I have to Cock- bleep that part. Cochinelli <laughs> day. There it is. That's ladybugs. That's lady. Oh, it's a ladybug. Eat aphids, scale insects, thrips, and other plant sucking insects that damage crops. Hmm. All right, beetles. Okay. Typically have a particularly hard exoskeleton. Yes. The general anatomy of a beetle is quite uniform and typical of insects. Although there are several examples of novelty, such as adaptations in water beetles, which trap air bubbles yeah. under the 
elytra for use while diving. I just like I like that now whoever is writing this Wikipedia article is an entomologist. Like, like have a like, little fun actually, with it. I think they're, they're like my favorite kind of beetle does this. <laughs> they have like them. You know, you see those people with like the beetles that are dead and like butterflies that are dead. They're collectors and they're all yeah. like picture frames. That's yeah. this person. I assume they're just like, I well, actually, I, don't I like know a if, water beetle. I don't know if a cicada is a beetle. My gut says that it's not because it, while it does have that bit that it schluffs off, I don't think it's hard enough to be a beetle. I agree. Because we're talking about rhinoceros beetles, beetles stag beetles. The dung beetles. The dung beetle. What about, that- yeah, like a June bug or like a stink bug. I would assume those aren't beetles. We're talking I, about those nasty ones with like the horns that are like. We're <laughs> not necessarily talking about them with horns yet, but we are about to be. Like a horned beetle. So then we go down to Polyphaga, which is the subfamily, and I don't even want to talk about it because that's stupid. Not subfamily, suborder. I want to talk about the longhorn beetle. Yeah! Cerambycidae. So we are down to the... Where are we? This is the family. Family. Is Cerambycidae. Okay. And that means that they are a beetle that got a longhorn. Great. I thought this was interesting. The scientific name of this beetle family goes back to a figure from Greek mythology. After an Thor. argument, okay, okay, a good guess. I got excited. Oh, no, Loki. It's not, it's not Thor. No. Oh, I got excited. Are you sure? Yeah, you want to guess one more time? Nope. Okay. After an <laughs> argument with nymphs, the shepherd Cerambus oh. was transformed into a large beetle with horns. Cerambus. Cerambus. That was my next guess for sure. I don't know what he was doing. Oh, wait, you bet. You bet. You bet what? I could click it. Cerambus. What did he do? Wasn't he the little, like, he was, like, hitting on the nymphs, and then they were like, no, dude, get away from us, and then they turned him into a beetle? I guess so. Is that what happened? Maybe it wasn't a a punishment. Cerambus was a survivor of the... Deucalion's flood by means of wings which he received from the nymphs. These wings had raised him above the water, thus escaping death. He dwelt in the land of the Melians on the spurs of Mount Othrys and owned a large herd of cattle. I have to say so many words on this podcast. I know, there's so much information. And meanwhile, I'm just looking at you with that crown knowing that it ain't coming over here because <laughs> this is a lot of info david i tell you one more thing okay because if we've determined that it's an animal okay and we've determined that it's got a hard shell yep and wings and long horns and segmented legs and a segmented body it is a long horn beetle. and it's got long horns yep then we know that we're down to and then we go down to Amy Punga, the, the genus. The genus. The, what your article has actually been about this entire time. Amy Punga is a genus of beetles in the family Serambycidae containing the following species. Amy Punga Arema... Ah, oh, darn it. Amy Punga Armaticolis. Amy Punga Barbare. Amy Punga, Kaneskins, and Amy Punga, Moritzi. 
just so how, four. So how do we know that we're looking at Amy Punga? Synesthes. Synesthes. <laughs> the only way you know is that you know that it was you described You described by Martins and Galileo in 2005. So I guess you <laughs> find those two gentlemen and or ladies. Actually, I'm not, not entirely certain. That's um, true. You find Martins and Galileo. Galileo. And you ask them, you say, is this an Amy Punga Kineskis? Excuse me, I have a question for it's, you. It's got long hoids. Or you and just ask the Amy Pungus Kinestis. Are you Amy Pungus Kinestis? Are you Amy? <laughs> I, I can't. can't. This is like one of those tests <laughs> where you say like, uh, like which, uh, how do you say the word R-O-U-T-E? R-O-U-T-E, route. Yeah, do you say route or do you say root? root. And this is like, okay, do that with every word ever. I hate yep. you. That's yep. what Wikipedia said to me this yep. week. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I don't know if it's Amy Punga or Ami Punja or uh, who who knows who gives a toot. That's I all sure I'm going to tell you about this beetle. Oh, good God. You'll, you, might, you might be pleasantly surprised by the questions. I don't know, David. <laughs> You might be. Well, or or it'll be a true testament that I have not had enough coffee yet. Fair enough. You can Only blame it on the coffee. Only time will tell. Yeah, I'll blame um, it on the coffee and not my smats. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But you quiz me, please, on Henry Thomas Mackenzie Bell, please. Yes, I will. All right. Question one. Where was HTMB born? <gasps> Wait, was he born in Liverpool? He was born in Liverpool. That's correct. I don't know why we do Liverpool like it's Australian. but <laughs> I know. It's because I can't do Liverpool. You're in, are we in Liverpool, mate? <laughs> there it is. Well. Bugango. <laughs> okay. Bravo. Instead of studying blank at Cambridge University, Bell chose to study and live abroad at these five places. Is this a twofer? Yeah, it's a twofer. Is this all question number two or is this questions number two and three? No, it's question number two, David. Oh my goodness. I could also right. give you the first one. It's not that difficult. I can. Here's the problem. No, you I know the first one. You can give you the first one. Yeah. The first one's law. Yeah, that's correct. He didn't study law, but he went to these five countries. And you said the five countries. I and did. as happened many times in the teaching, my brain went, gonna have to remember some of that. <laughs> and I assumed I would have to remember some of it because the last country that you said I had never heard of in my entire life yeah and i almost stopped to ask you uh but i didn't want to show my hand so i know that he went to portugal correct and he went to spain correct and he went to france correct and then i don't remember and then he went to a place that starts with an m uh-huh that was like meridia or something madeira madeira where's madeira what is that country i think madeira is actually an archipelago what is it an archipelago yeah but you always say this and it's a republic i think of portugal oh so i don't think it's its own i don't know 
But anyway, and then it was Italy. Listen, Italy. I'll give you a sweet half a point, Z's, because you know what, David? That was hard to remember. Because the question consisted of six different fill-in-the-blanks. so many things. And I got four of them. I think and I should I was, get... I think you should get the whole point. Let's no, just no, call no, no, it. no. I think no, I should get why? 75 per three-fourths of a point. This is why I would be a terrible teacher, because I'm like, well, you tried your best. Let's give him the full point. <laughs> Very no child left behind. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Um, okay, last but not least. Mackenzie Bell wrote for many Victorian-era publications. Yeah, yeah. Can you name three of them? Can I? <laughs> This is another one. I was like, all right, David, pay attention with your brain this time. I know. How did your brain do? All right. Here's, I have two of them right off the bat. Fantastic. One of them is called Black and White. Yes, that's correct. Another of them is called The Ladies' Realm. <laughs> that's correct. Because that one made me laugh. <laughs> I was so hopeful that you remembered that one. <laughs> yeah. And then the last one uh, was called... Not the Taco Bell. It was something like, no, the something bar. No, no that's not my answer. Um, <laughs> it wasn't oh, wait. the Taco Bell or the something bar. I can there wasn't something that. that was the something bar? No, there was the something bar. But, but it wasn't the something bar. Correct. The apple bar. Um, <laughs> the... Oh, darn it. They're all... Sw- I've got like s- snatches of words. Like yeah. Adla- Mid-Atlantic and the... Well, I'm trying to remember the name of the secret organization because that one had a newsletter that came out weekly and you had to click unsubscribe for it. And it was the Athenium? That is correct, Yay! David. Bagingo. Bagingo. I am so proud of you. Can you give me a couple of those others that were Yeah, I sure there? can. It was the Fortnightly Review. Oh, <laughs> I should remember that one. The Pal Mal Magazine. Oh, Paul, yeah, Paul Mall, whatever. Pal Mal, Paul Mall. The Atlantic Monthly, which uh-huh. I think you had like a couple. The Speaker, The Literary World, Temple Bar. Temple Bar. And The Academy. Amazing. I, really, I am very impressed. Yay. Because you know what? I feel like for me... With long lists like that, they all just start morphing into one, like, word that just has all of the consonants in the whole alphabet lay. Like, it's just... Oh, no. Every word in existence could be in there. It's so true. And I'm like, I don't know. Is it a whole crux? Is that... Go ahead, David. So we'll call that one two and three quarters for me. Two and three quarters. And let's see if Liz can get a round three to snatch this crown from my royal noggin. Come on. Come on, Liz. I believe in us. Ahem. (laughs) Jesus. Beetles. Oh, no. Can be found in every habitat. Yep. Except these two places. It was like the Arctic. It was somewhere super cold, and then it was a ton of water. Okay. Is that your final answer? (laughs) Shoot. I don't know what answer you're looking for, but that's my answer. Is that your answer? Okay, that's give me, my give answer. me a little more detail about like these answers. Oceans. Okay. And the Arctic or the polar, the polar Arctic, the Polarctic. I'm going to accept polar because the, the exact answer we were looking for was the sea and polar regions. Great. So, yeah, so that's the yeah. oceans. Um, and polar regions is Arctic and Antarctic. Yay. Yeah. Uh, so the polar regions. Yeah, I'll give you that. That's great. Even though technically um, there is, um, there's novelty beetles is what I've learned. <laughs> <laughs> they got a big chattering teeth. They go, <laughs> They're like, yes, I love the cold. <laughs> 
Um, all right. You're gonna uh-huh. know this one. I didn't know. I didn't know that you would latch on to this one, or have, or like you. You seemed to have some foreknowledge of this. <laughs> I don't think so. But go ahead. Um, the uh oh. Is your, com- is your computer freaking out? No. Did you please. write down the question? Oh yes. no. Okay. The shepherd, Sir Ambus, was transformed into a beetle. By what? Nymphs. Yeah, by nymphs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did I don't you, know. I don't know. I just got a remember. predilection toward nymphs. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Being one. Oh, it's, it's hard for me to steer clear of those stories. All right, nymphs. Um, nymphs. 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 <laughs> Final question. Like, oh God. <sighs> Who described the Amy Punga Kineskins in 2005? Martin, Martins, Martin and Galileo. Martins? Dang it. <laughs> Is it plural or singular? <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Galileo. Because okay. I was like, what is he doing back here? What's he doing here? <laughs> it's 2005. <laughs> not Galileo, Galileo. Surely not Galil- that Galileo. Martin or Martins? Martin. <laughs> I'm just imagining you taking this quiz in real time, making those sounds at your desk. Going, That's... <laughs> going... And the teacher's like, hello? Are you pooping? <laughs> like, are you okay? <laughs> Do you need to go to the restroom? Oh, I'm the amount that I'm sweating right now is not okay. I'm, is it Martin or Martins? Martin or Martin? Martin and Galileo, final answer. I don't care. You, it's Martins and Galileo. Dang, I'm, giving, I'm giving you the point. You did great. <laughs> It is plural. I, I would I would mark Martin's correct on a test if that were sent in like that. Um, Wait, oh, if I only had Martin, yeah, if yeah, it yeah. was singular, yeah, that's yeah. a very kind teacher. People have misspelled my name enough that I would understand lacking an S, um, <laughs> which means that's a three out of three. That's a good beetle teaching. <laughs> And I just gotta mush it through the zoom camera. Okay, zoop, 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 zoop. I am now wearing the crown of smart, and boy, does it feel good on my little sweet neck. And how does it feel? Heavy. I'm. This was a good. This was a lot of information. I'm proud of both of us. Some episodes are are my favorite because they're funny, and some episodes are my favorite because they're weird. This one was educational. I feel like this one was a little bit of both. <laughs> yeah, that fun. too. Yeah, they're always that. This was great. So thanks everyone for listening. This has been Learn a Little. It's a stupid podcast for smart people. You can find out more about us by going online to Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as dimlywit.com, uh, which is our network. We'd love to give a big thank you to. You can also find so many other podcasts on the Dimly Wit Network, like obsessed with the best and we're just talking podcast and um bad examples so many so many go to dimlywit.com ours is dimlywit.com slash learn if you want to go to ours but i don't know why you'd want to because uh no only go you've to already them. you've already well i mean you'd already, already know here. where yeah you, you found us you found, poof, you found us <laughs> um so yeah that's the whole that's the whole thing once again it's learn a little a stupid podcast for smart people i'm david i'm liz and next week we're going to learn about Education Magazine and 
Armando Almanza. Oh. oh. I'm thrilled. I know Education Magazine isn't Highlights Magazine, but that's immediately what it makes me think of. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Highlights. And I know Armando Almanza isn't a Hispanic version of Bozo the Clown, but that is what it makes me think of. <laughs> oh, David. Is that not what it is? Did you click I it? don't is think so. Is it a very so. serious person? I hope it's not, but it probably is. Have you clicked yours yet? I just clicked it. Whoa! <laughs> oh, interesting. All okay. right. We'll it's, leave it there. Yeah, we'll, no. We'll... Oh, my gosh. Okay, this is great. All right, bye. Okay, bye. Thank you for tuning in. Next time, see our contestants face off about the topics Education Magazine and Armanda Elmanza. Make sure to rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And make sure to follow us on Instagram at background.joys. This has been another episode of Learn a Little. Hosted on dimlywit.com.